AKA Radio. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode. Oh, shit. Pause. My air conditioner is on. Sorry. I got tired. I don't feel like I can hear it. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but I can hear it. Ooh, sweet Jesus. We're leaving all this in. Son <laughs> of oh, a bitch. Ooh, um, his ass looks nice in these pants. Thick as fuck. Give it a little wiggle. Give it a little shake. Little, little, little something. Ooh. Um. Mm-hmm. Oh, I hate you bitches. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, ass Negroes. Um, okay, sorry. Once again, I'm back. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to another issue of Krakoa Radio. It is me, the Dowager of the Table Night. Um, in the very short and tight shorts with my pussy looking so fat. Just like Henry with my fellow co-host and terror. Black word. Yes, yes, it is he, the scribe master of Morocco. He who walked, he who served. Beautiful in a turban. Wonderful and resplendent. How are you doing? Leader of Table Dusk. Here and willing. Thank you for coming. Also, the one god, Vante. What's up, what's up, what's up? Table Day, your regent here. Missed you guys. About to have us some... Good old Kiki. Go table on. gay? Table, table gay. Table gay. Table, <laughs> table gay. gay. Table gay. We went from table day to table gay. <laughs> and and the Marvel 838. This is my baby daddy. This is who I, this is the father of my child and children. Um he is the Omega to my alpha. Dr. Showtime, y'all. There was a joke that I could have put in there, but I'm not going to. Love you all. Um, you know, welcome. Uh, representative of Table Dawn, the winner's table, the leader's table. Welcome. Towel your bussy off, Henry. <laughs> it's always on. I was Joan of Towel it off, Wiccan. <laughs> Oh, God, that, that felt racist. Um, so today, we have a jam-packed issue. We are doing the Axe Eve of Judgment, Judgment event number one, Marauders number four, New Mutants number 27, <gasps> Wolverine number 23, Immortal X-Men number four, and the Hellfire Gala. It's going to be a great issue today. I'm really looking forward to this. I have so many things to say. Um, so let's kick his mother's mamma jamma off. Um, the first book is going to be Acts, Eve of Judgment. Uh, judges your scores. And Showtime just caught me trying to suck the, uh, the bottle cap off of my Corona. If you guys don't know the behind the scenes, I've been trying to open this one huge ass Corona bottle since then, since we sat down and <laughs> it's not been going well. Um, I'm giving Axe Eve of Judgment like a six. Um, I'm going to give it a seven. Um, Axe Eve of Judgment, I give that a six and a half. Uh, mm, I guess a six would do. I guess. Damn, I had the high score. 
I mean, mm-hmm. I feel like it's because you aren't used to reading the Eternals. Because what we're used to is phenomenal. And what you're used to is a lot, like nothing. You hate them anyway. And so because of your hatred, <laughs> the bar for them is so much lower versus what we're used to, which is these things fight like, I, I'm like, I think I'm the only one in here who reads manga. No, but you're I was, not. So, all right, so Showtime. Did it not hit, like typically with the Eternals comics, when they're fighting even, does it not kind of give you a feel of a manga-like action scene? It did. Like, it always it. did. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I always had this criticism about American comics, but American comics don't really put a lot of substance into their fight scenes. They just kind of go like, oh, here's a splash page of shit going down, and that's all you get, versus, like, in it, when Athena's fighting in the Eternals run, you can feel her showing off that she can fight. She can throw hands. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I mean, and this, I was, yeah. I wasn't like, I wasn't like, I think the thing that was a great part for me was the 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 narrator thing that was that was Earth, I guess. Earth defense system? Yeah. It's the, and, the machine that the Eternals are a part of. She's a, she's um, a sassy sis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she fucks with Kokoa hard body though. Yeah, yeah that's her homegirl. Apparently, and I, and I was like, you're not gonna destroy my homegirl now. You know, I mean, y'all, y'all, all right, but you know, y'all, you can destroy my. They're my folks. I know them longer than I know y'all. So, that's my bitch. But it, that's it, my it daughter. Did, like, <laughs> I enjoyed it. It gave it gave a little bit of context about you know um, the mess that um, that uh, Druid is about to start and how much. The Eternals as a society are very split. They have like all the organizations about like the different cities and who's where, who's what. Um, so I like that part of it. Like it has data pages. I know y'all mentioned that before. So mm-hmm. getting some context about the world. Cause I, one thing I, I like in general, anything that I'm reading or looking at that's new to me is that I get some piece of world building and I didn't think I deserved world building because I haven't read any of the series. So mm-hmm. when I got that small piece, I was like, okay, little grace, I'll give them not like, not like a six or something. But well, um, I will say in accordance to that to Henry, I don't mean to interrupt you, baby. You know, I love you. Um, ahead, the amount they gave you is it took six issues for them to give us that much because they were oh, doing like the slow big crumbs. Like it was like giving you little pieces I'm like, okay, just so you know, the Eternals don't all fuck with each other. And also, just so you know, the Eternals vote very differently. And also, okay. just so you know, there's something hidden in that data page they gave you that you would not know unless you paid close attention to the information you got, which is, there's a there's a group of them called the Hex, right? Yeah. They have not revealed any information about them. They're as mysterious as computers a table night. In right. I saw, yeah, they were missing. I noticed that as well. They gave us information here that did not originally exist there, which is they're sequestered from everything, but then they said here deliberately, they are loyal to the Prime Eternal. Right. Right, which is Druid, correct. Currently Druid. Mm -hmm. It's weird. It could mean anything because also they said um, the Polaris Eternals are loyal to the Prime Eternal, but they aren't loyal to Druid. So that means that it's assumed that they will be loyal to it. But they have not revealed anything about the Hex. At all in any of the comments. They did not vote for anyone in the first election when they had uh when they had uh Zorus, why am I fucking up his name? Zorus um and Thanos going up against each other. They didn't reveal anything because they never vote. They don't do shit. 
I don't know what's going on with that, but I, I wanted to point that out as that's a thing that is reoccurring. It feels like it's about to come up. And they also um, very briefly mentioned that, or reminded us that there were only 100 Eternals created, um, but the list had 101. I think it has to do at Showtime and Vontae, you remember the older issues, there used to be another Eternal that had not appeared in this one at all. A young one. Venus. Oh. Son. Oh, her son. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. So, so he's not... The, he's, he's not included. He hasn't been mentioned in any of this. He yeah, should so. be, is the thing. Is that... But they haven't mentioned him at all. He hasn't popped up. Also, they're not counting Thanos as an Eternal. Mm-hmm. Thanos is never included. Te- even though technically he is because he was able to become the Prime Eternal. They're like, that's how he's they a mutant. He's a mutant Eternal. But they um, they were able to kill him and put him in the exclusion so that he is now stuck. Because which, he can't die anyway. Which I, I love when they do that. I love when they point out like certain things. Like I like Brew because he's technically a mutant. Because he his mutation just allows him to be deviant from his main species OMO. Just like Warlock mm-hmm. is a mutant. Mm-hmm. I like that they include that in Thanos that his mutation is he can violate the machine's protocols. Hand and hand, make, and Miles a, make Miles Morales a mutant uh, 2K22. Please. Please. <laughs> Please. Except the mutants have fought every group uh, in the last 10 years. The, Aven- the Avengers, the Inhumans that we don't talk about, they fought the Eternals before, too, and now they're doing the Eternals. No, um, even beforehand, this we we have. I, I always bring this up that fight when they were in Utopia when uh, I think it was the 2006 2007 run of Eternals when Icarus was like he had to go fight the Eternals and Druid led all of them and he was like I can't beat them by myself and so he ran over to Cyclops oh, and right, said like I fuck with y'all I fuck with all of you please come help me out and they came up and they beat the shit of the Eternals. Mm-hmm. This off a of teamwork. They said we're more powerful than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cyclops said none of that shit. Sound like Hush. they were holding grudges with this uh, accident. <laughs> Listen, Drew's a racist. <laughs> he remembers that moment he come home gene freak and getting popped in the mouth. <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna be um, sorely mistaken when the Phoenix decides to pop back over into Gene and fuck them up. I said, well, I don't know if I, where I said it at, but I said that um, Jean Grey, psionic weapon, we haven't seen it yet because it's a strap on. Oh my God. <laughs> That's why Cyclops only fucks with telepaths. Mm-hmm. He lets me mind fucked while he's fucking. But Henry, since this is your first real introduction to the Eternals, I know you gave, I know despite what you said, you gave the other books a gander, you said, fuck it. Um, how powerful do you think they are? I do think I do think they're powerful beings. Um, and, and and they have very useful abilities. Um, I think they I think they probably don't have any beta level people in their society. Probably everybody's mostly like either alpha or omega level comparability to a mutant. Um, they come across to me. 
um, as like alien Greek gods. So mm-hmm. there should be some omnipotence going on around here somewhere. Um, or nigh omnipotence going on. But I'm really curious. It's like, I, like, I, I will say this in all fairness of shade, though. <laughs> That's one of our laws. In fairness of shade is our first protocol. <laughs> that uh, the internals are what the humans want to be. It truly mm-hmm. is the truth. Mm-hmm. It truly is the truth. Honestly. They're very similar, but I really feel like... The internals um, sell it. Like, what the they like, want to do, it comes off of them in ways. It's, it's, like, it's like the internals are racist, and, and humans are trying to be an Aryan society, but it's just not clicking. It sells also because the Eternals move like robots. Like, they reboot and they come up as different races. Like, that's the thing you probably didn't see in here. Bastos is the only one who's never changed his race. He's stayed a black man all the time. Well, I know, I know the conflicts about them, like, using the, the issue with, like, why some of them have gone on a different sex is because of them killing human life for their own uh, resurrections, which the mutants do not do. Mm-hmm. And half of them, or not even half of them, none of them give a fuck, except for six of them. <laughs> right. None of them give a fuck, except for only six of them. And right. if you read the last issue of Eternals, Cersei sells why so fluently. Because she's like, in the grand scheme of things, all of you are meaningless. You aren't real people. Everything sinister, which we'll get to later, ranted about in Immortal X-Men, they think. And they're not apologetic about it. Because, in truth, you gotta see where they're coming from. Like, we blink our eyes and you're gone. Mm-hmm. You don't care about the Earth like we do. You fuck it up in the, like, the last 2,000 years you had control. Which is why it's interesting that they captured Sinister first. Real interesting. Especially because they got Ajax. And if all the Eternals who are comparable to Sinister, it's Ajax. Well, I, I, and I thought like getting Sinister was intentional because he basically is aware of the genetic information of, of every mutant in existence. Well, Which also because he can, he understands the X gene well enough, which is an interesting, like, you gotta, it's an interesting bit of deep lore. This is like, this is some deep lore shit that I hope they bring up, which is the Celestials did invent mutants. And so for you to understand the X gene on that level, you'd have to be comparable to the intelligence of the Celestials. And so it is them pat and sinister on the back and going like, nigga, you are it, basically. You are the only, you're the next step of intelligence next to a Celestial's will. Um, But yes, basically there are no beta levels. There Uh are lesser Eternals, but even then it's because each, it's very much like Steven Universe where the gems all have their specializations and whatever they do is the thing they do. And the people who are like master level doctors of the shit they do are the Eternals you see. Everyone has their place, everyone has their role, and they can't deviate for it from it. Versus the X Men, whereas which is everyone is encouraged to deviate away from their specialties, like uh, and, and to continue evolving. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. like you need to keep going onto your path. Cyclops not being an Omega, but being one of the most prominent mutant royalty that exists is important because. No one can really out-strategize him because right. he worked at that. That's his non-mutant factor. Or like Emma Frost, she's a powerful telepath. Her diamond form can't be penetrated by any telepathy. 
you're more going to her for money and like her leadership skills than anything else. Mm-hmm. Jean Grey and her beautiful gowns. I'm kidding. Don't I? I'm not missing. The gowns aren't even beautiful, child. Listen, she changed her outfit up. She listened. She listened. She takes the gowns were given homely. The gowns were said the new outfit that gave to Firestar. The new outfit that gave to Firestar. I looked at it and said that should have went to Jean. And (laughs) that is. Jean as the phoenix if I ever seen one. That's perfect form, Jean Grey. And they gave it to that has been. We'll get to that in a second. But we're still focused on the accident because it's going to be so important later. So and Uranus is um, who Druid went to. He was like, hey, girl, so uh, we don't have Thanos. It's not um, a smart idea. And if we want to do genocide, let's go to the nigga that's like really about genocide. Genocide make his dick hard. He, oh, <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's like Henry, uh, you missed so much by not reading it, but Uranos is not to be fucked with. The backstory oh, yeah. of that is that nigga is basically their apocalypse, but worse. Any nigga that is bald headed, muscular, and is purple or blue is crazy in the Marvel universe. That's just period. Yes, mm-hmm. they hate bald people. Oh no! <laughs> Listen, the Henry, is right there. it's because we're so powerful. That's why Henry. That's why. But overall, yes, I am hoping, I pray to God they do that Apocalypse versus Uranus Slackdown fight. I want to see it. Yeah, I want to see a whole issue. I want, it better be as good as when they fought Nimrod. Oh, that was a moment. Mm-hmm. One, 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 of the, one of the heights of Inferno. It was. Like I will go back and just read just that issue just for that. I feel like I might need to make a compilation thread of all the best fight scenes in X-Men the last two years. Because oh, there's some greaties. There's some goodies in there. Um, my, one of my favorites is Manifold versus Null-Infected Cable. That Rosengan he made. <laughs> when that nigga pulled out a piece of a star and was like, bitch, Rosengan, fuck you. <laughs> so, I love a good anime reference in my comics. I do. I'm a sucker. I'm I fall for fan service real easy. Real easy. And then he said, Imagine if I was the Omega. I said, Oh bitch. Lactuka turned her head. It was like, that's my baby. That's mama's baby. Yes. <laughs> yes. Lactuka was like, mm. You know what? That's why Lactuka is doing. Y'all think she's being mysterious. She's watching everyone's lives like a fucking like television. You know, mm-hmm. getting her fucking life. That was the basis of um, me drafting my character, Alante, the black word, uh, was just the idea of reading everyone as if they're narrative in the story. Because why not? Um, So I'm going to share this here temporarily um, ahead of me releasing whatever commissions that I have, um, that I received for my Hellfire Gala look. My character has two powers the first of which is psychomimicry mimicry whatever um uh prodigy's power is and psychometry that nigga can absorb history and knowledge around him and project it out like he's chrono skimming Ooh, i'm not good i'm not power is good for sex too and because he's absorbing knowledge he's absorbed a little bit of hoodoo 
So okay. he can do what he wants to. See, we love a good conceptual. See, Victor Lavelle, I think, would fit in with this group because he understands a good mutant power is one that also seems like magic. Mm-hmm. I've absorbed the knowledge of all the things that I need to know to be able to heal you with. Um, See, Podigy, this is how you actually do it. But when y'all see my commissions, um, I hope that you will be as gagged as I anticipate being. I don't know. I'm this... looking forward to it. Oh, no. I think everyone should look forward to each of us dropping a look at some point. At some point. Hell, I might just commission another one just as his civilian garb. Or not civilian. His, uh, his usual garb. Street walking? Yeah. I'm going to have a whole portrait of just him in an Iraqi brothel. In a jock strap, in a jock strap, yeah. Well, okay. this thing I, I wanted to, I was gonna uh, see if I could make it queer, but my artist is straight, so oh. Oh. straight people can draw queer things too, yes, 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 they could, but but they give it like the gaze that kind of needs, you know, it's like Vara from a gay man, you know, it's different <laughs> altogether. Henry just got up and saw some more ass again. That's what that silence was. I don't know. I'm excited for the axe event still. I I think I really appreciate this issue setting up the standard about why they don't just do the shit that I know the Eternals can do, which is why don't they just drop a bomb? It's like through a portal and blow them all up. They can do that. And it's like, why? because that's a part of the earth rules. It breaks the rules and they can't I- innovate. I will say before we move on from this, just a heads up. Um, the Reckoning War event has ended, and Franklin Richards has got access to some cosmic space, and he did something to himself, and then no one knows what yet. Did he make himself a mutant again? I hope he did. No one knows. Mm-hmm. No one knows. He gave himself powers again. Yeah, but we don't know to what level. And he made his hair permanently black. Mm-hmm. He better make himself a mutant again. I hope not. He better had. No, I hate that retcon of him not being mutant anymore. Because his mutantness. Well, well, biologically, it doesn't make sense that it's a retcon. Like, that retcon made, made no sense. It didn't right. make sense. If two cosmic beings, the people, two cosmic abused people have power and their and their genetic structures are mutated DNA, they would make a mutant. That just makes sense. I don't but there's no X gene. The X gene is kind of superfluous. I'm going to be honest. Right. Um, Unless you can build some building bigger lore, which I understand, an X gene has to be grown from a celestial. If that's your excuse, technically he fits all the standards. He's a celestial right. capable being. Give himself an X gene. I, if he gets to be a mutant, I at one point in time would like to see Valeria develop mutant abilities as well. Oh yeah, that's, I, I hate the fact that she is. I think her. She's like the her, one unpowered one in the whole family. Like her ability is like. Does she have force fields? No, so no, she has nothing. in, in her irrelevant. alternate time in a uh, in alternate timeline, she developed technology to replicate her mother's powers. Mm. To replicate her mother's powers mixed with dooms, white womanhood, that power. Except Sue is the only one that's clocked in over there. Mm-hmm. I, 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 hate that. I, hate, I hate to say that. I hate to say that. You right. Why did they make her so racist in that X-Men and Fantastic run last year? Why did they do that? It was so coded. Like, very Republican. 
way more. It was like <laughs> even worse. It was like a mother who couldn't accept yeah, her child. Yeah, care. I was about to say. It was mm-hmm. like you you have an ex gene? Are you sure? Have you right. You want to be? I know you said you're bisexual, but I didn't think you were sleeping with men. Right. So you want to be a nigger? <laughs> it was very much that. But then she was right on board as soon as everybody realized that Reed was the one suppressing the expression of his ex gene and his racist ass. I hope they recon it. Not even just a recon. I hope they say that the secret conversation they had was Reed telling Xavier or Xavier telling Reed, we're going to lie to him about his ex gene because we have news that something else might be happening and we can't have him in Krokoa. I hope that's the story. I hope this is one of like Xavier's bet bullshit evil plots of just telling the kid he's not a mutant to keep him safe or to do something else. Whatever Machiavellian bullshit that he does. Anyway, accident. We're here. We're ready. And I want to see Cersei turn someone into something horrible. That scene with the mushrooms, Henry wouldn't know. But that scene where she was like, I read this. I saw this documentary about mushrooms that grow through people's nervous systems, and it gave me the idea to just fuck with Thanos like this. That was smart. That was beautiful. I love it, sis. Or the because fact- there's fungus that can that actually does take all it zombifies ants. Cordyceps. They're cordyceps, mm-hmm. and I say that because it developed my phobia against mushrooms. That has kid. I saw a documentary about that as a kid, and. Also, one about spiders crawling around in banana um, forests and like sneaking out and venomously bite people in the necks. But the cordyceps fucked me on any mushrooms for the rest of my life. I know it's an irrational fear. I'm not eating a mushroom if I see it. It's second to feet on my list of don't don't put it in front of me. Don't let me touch it. Oh wow! Stop, Showtime. <laughs> No, I told him the story. I went to a bathhouse last night. I told the entire podcast about it. And one of the things I neglected to tell them that he did, he tried to give me a foot job. With cold, clammy feet. Oh, no. And then he tried to suck you my not, toes. You, it you was have to be much. like a professional to be able to do that. It was you, too much. You don't, don't do that. It was too much. I almost screamed. Ew. Moving on. <laughs> All right, we're done with that. Uh, yikes. My fucking nightmares. What, what was his feet like, rough? His feet were just so cold. His feet wasn't horrendous in terms of how far feet can go, but it was just like, no. No, don't touch me with them. Keep them to your fucking self. And it's like, you can see the idea hit him. Like his eyes blew up and said, oh, I'm going to do this. Because every two seconds he was trying to do something else that was already too fucking much. And that was when he crossed the line. The line had been crossed. Then there was a third line, like a second hole right there that is, do not touch me with your feet. Do not touch my genitals with your feet. And they tried it. So, no. Moving on. Let's go. All right. So, uh, we are at I have a really good issue. Marauders number four. Judges, your score? Eight. Um, I give it, I give it a nine. I was actually really happy with this issue. 
I, okay, and I will say, and I will say also too that the artwork is finally catching up. To, yeah, to grow on me now, and it's starting to make sense in the story setting of what they're expressing. So I like the artwork, um, but I, 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 still not there yet. But uh, the story. I think- the story's making the story's making a lot of sense. I think hitting this in the from a trade book would be a lot better. Um mm-hmm. Bonte, we just scored um Marauders. Marauders. <sighs> Sorry about that. With Marauders. Uh, I'm not really invested in Marauders like that. I'm sorry, I'm not. Um I'd probably give it maybe a f- maybe a six. I don't know. <laughs> Damn, that's way loaded all of ours. We were we right. uh we had two eights and a nine. Two eights and a nine. Yes. What is I don't know. I do see your point. I see I, your point, though. I do, because it took... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, it took so long to get to this point, um, and I feel like a trade book, this would be read better. I just want to point out that um, the hard skin thing, that Bishop demonstrated that he can actually manipulate that in this issue, so I have a feeling that we're going to see him use that as a power up update. In the future, Bishop the Green Lantern. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. Bishop the Red Lantern. I like that. <laughs> I love it for him too. I feel like we're not gonna get any more of that bullshit ship thing. He's gonna start making ships on his own. Yeah, it was it was a great issue. I will say the most poignant part of it was Tempo reading the girls like you girls don't know time like I know time. Me and time I didn't good know that sisters. she could move through time that way. I thought she could just manipulate time around her rather than travel through time. Well, if you can manipulate time like that, you should be able to time travel. I wonder, I wonder how much of a level of chronokinetic that she is compared to Tempest, because we all know Tempest can really time travel, but she just yeah, the, doesn't. She chooses not to because she fucked up that one time and deleted her whole family. Uh, <laughs> right. Now she, she keeps it cute. And she just goes, she just threatens the kids. Like, if I had to go in time, back in time and murder you or prevent your parents from ever meeting, I will. Yeah. And is this justice for Matthew Malloy? Um, oh. <laughs> um, is Nemesis supposed to be Holocaust? Yeah. Okay. I think I they just they renamed him. Because that name is is kind of offensive. <laughs> so 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 the thing is, originally when he was in his human form in Age of Apocalypse, his name was Nemesis. When he got uh, his ass beat by Star by Sunfire, he became Holocaust. I think that was also an administ- uh someone from the higher offices going, "Hey, maybe not cool to call here uh, any character a Holocaust. Um, <laughs> it's, it's it's just too much coding into that." Um, I know you guys were looking for things that were synonymous with apocalypse, and I think genocide is taken. Armageddon, Armageddon. Um, there's lots of names. There Ragnarok. is Ragnarok. So many different names they could choose from, but we also still came down to Holocaust. 
Maybe not. <laughs> it's gonna be Revelation. That's the end of. You ever got Genesis? Born. Genesis right. and Apocalypse. And there's like three people named Genesis. Genesis, Apocalypse's wife. Genesis, Evan Sabanor. Genesis, Tyler Dayspring. There's her name should have been Eden. I, I tend to think her name should have been Eden. What if I, that's her real name? I really hate how like they try to make her a thing that's like there's a surprise character that no one knows about. I was like, and I'm sitting around waiting thinking that Genesis was really mystique in disguise all this fucking time. And Genesis is just Apocalypse's wife. I'm like, girl... <laughs> I don't know. I think they should do more with her because she was no, I think so too. really interesting as an archetype of a character, and she's just looking at Apocalypse going, we didn't bring you because you're too weak, and you couldn't handle any things we were dealing with. Well, the and for her to... She didn't give a receipt back to her sister. That's the real tea. Listen, I want to see that bile story. I still believe that she is, she is one of three sisters, I still believe that Oster is a younger sister of theirs who just happened to be a flat scan. Or It'll be weaponless. Or weaponless. Weaponless, exactly. Genesis, Iska, and Oster. Well, the sister may be on the night on table. Wait, night. What's her name? Ashaka. Which one is the ancestor to Storm from that Marvel Terror? It was Ashaka. Ashaka is the younger sister. Oster is one of the Vashanti. Yeah, she's the Vashanti. I know it's fucking up her name. Ashaka, I feel like she is one of the three sisters. She could be on table she, night. You never know. She could be. And I really want more backstory on Threshold. I'm really curious about this thriving city of mutants. And, like, like it, it, the thing is that, like, the Shi'ar couldn't beat them. They kept trying. Well, we keep going back and beat their ass. We keep going back and beat their ass. And then we go genetically modify ourselves. <laughs> To get rid of our lesser like bird because y'all could basically the shit are nothing but a bunch of birds. Um, uh, bird like abilities, find allies, and then come back and keep it. It was just basically like y'all just kept getting y'all asses whipped. And the first blood spilled is really y'all getting y'all ass whipped. It's not really y'all killing the mutants because y'all didn't kill them the first time, they whipped y'all ass the first time. But you know, they kept going back and kept going back and kept going back. One thing that is consistent is that the mutants always win. I think that's the thing they're trying to prevent. Honestly, it might be the answer they're trying to prevent, that there is something going on to do with the Threshold. Because it sounds like if Threshold existed long before all these other niggas, right? Mm -hmm. And they existed even before Avengers 10,000 BC. Because that's the thing they also revealed, is that they're older than that generation then they definitely were some celestial-level motherfuckers. Um, Because that means they would have to have come in contact with celestials when they were first there. So this is the generation of mutants who are directly manipulated by the celestials. Threshold's going to come back in eight in acts, I think. Mm -hmm. And I'm also wondering, because the one thing that that kind of skimmed over but not really addressed is uh, Deathbird is on Chandelar and where's my niece? She's very highly buried right now. Not without my child. Uh, 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 losing Zandra. Like, she, <laughs> like, where's my child? Like, you know, because that's my niece. Like, you know, if anybody got her back besides her punk ass daddy, I got, I got her. I got this, her. That's this, my this, daughter. This is coming to BET special. This is coming to BET special, and I'm really curious. And I want a Kill Bill style solo book of just Deathbird 
going to extreme lengths for her niece. <laughs> I want to see what happened to Deathbird's children because um, didn't she have a baby with Vulcan? Oh, I and don't know. They Im- don't they imply that uh, Lifeguard and Slipstream are her children also? That would make a lot of sense. Also, justice for life, lifeguard, and slipstream. Yeah, maybe lifeguard should have been on this team. I think if you go on the expedition to space, bring lifeguard. Mm-hmm. She has a I, she has a use. Like or, or like put lifeguard in the vault instead of Darwin or Sink. It should have been a four person team. I don't think that should have been a three person team. It really should have been. I think lifeguard would have been great in the vault with them. Maybe they thought that her powers redundancy would have kicked in to save people's lives. I don't know. I did enjoy how Marauders also introduced another flaw. So I like that Kitty died in this because it reveals it reveals kind of like the stakes is that they need to all be alive because each of their powers has a use in this. Um, Without Kitty, they lose their scout, they lose their leader, they got to be split second decisions on this. And basically got a respawn all the way back at Krakoa. They got two um, captain commanders or cap war captains, and one yeah, of them is the captain commander on their team. Yeah. Also, they can't I, confirm if Kitty died. They can't confirm if you guys died. Right, if they all died, no one can confirm it. That's why we are still waiting to see if there's two Vulcans out there. And what is and what two is two Vulcans? Yeah, cause, cause like, isn't isn't the one Vulcan that's on Earth not the original Vulcan? They I suspect. That, yeah, I was gonna say I thought I thought that they said that he wasn't the original. It's like Maybe I missed that. No, it's like he had experimented on, but they don't know for sure if he died in that or if some series he died in, or they just removed him. There's several mutants kind of like that. Um, I don't know. I did enjoy this issue because it did close the gap. I don't understand the connection between be, everyone being made aware that they lost that war as the issue with the first blood. I feel like there's another caveat to it is that they then, like, did they do something to Earth to make them more prone to suppress mutant kind? Mm-hmm. That would make sense. They went... Threshold beat the fuck out of us. And we're trying now to make sure that it never happens again. Like, if you guys ever saw Star Trek um, Discovery that's on uh, that's on Peacock right now, it's really good. But there's a situation like that where it's there's a conspiracy. Paramount Plus. Thank you. I get shit wrong all the time. Um, there's a conspiracy like that with this alien race where it's like they oppress this group and it's because they used to hunt and kill them as predators. And so they genetically modified them in fear of the fact that they will one day re-evolve to that point and hunt them down mercilessly. Oh, um, Captain... The Commonarians. Yeah, okay. The the weird kelp-looking... Kelpians, I think is what they the are. The Kelpians, or the Commonarians, um, one or the other. Yeah. Fuck with the The new way. captain that was the captain before, um... What's her name was? Mm-hmm. Fuck with him the long way. That's my homegirl. 
Okay. And he he walks sideways. Like this. Like he's wiggling and shit. He also had he had a danger sense. He lost it. Um he can sense what his life is in danger because his species has evolved a sense of fear. Um but basically that concept makes sense to me that they did that and they have continued to do it. Um I would even believe that they triggered that event that led to Avengers 10,000 BC, where the uh, Homo sapiens met the first Homo superior, and then they just led to a massacre. I'm know. here for the end of uh, Homo sapiens at the hands of Homo superior. I am too. I did not enjoy the fact of hearing that they are setting up time points where they are killing threshold members who are traveling through time on a lifeboat. I think that might be the fix the situation Temple was talking about when he said if you go back too far and you mess with things that are in the long term and then the short term, you risk um, upsetting the time-space balance on a level that kills a timeline and that she's psychically connected and attached to her specific timeline. And so she can never do anything or allow people to do anything that interrupts it too much. So what I think they're going to do is that they're going to go through time and they're going to abduct everyone or at least confirm their deaths and put them through either the waiting room or they're going to take them with them. So that they can't live in the time they come out, but they can come back and live in the present. I just want to see it happen. We can hope. But I hope this also becomes a Bishop book soon. Bishop and Psylocke. Bishop needs things to do. I'm sorry. He's... Bishop has everything to do. Yes, but that's because he don't have a life of his own. What, you genocide just a few hundred thousand people and suddenly you can't have your own life. He needs his sister back. Celine did it. I agree. I would love to see Shard. Can Spiral be added to this book? <laughs> I would love to see her too. Spiral, Spiral's a good time gal. The boots with the fur. The boots with the fur. But I really, but I really, I really think that like Spiral and Celine would like really hate each other. I'm okay with Connor that. Connor said Celine and Spiral are good friends. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Spiral be like, girl, you think you try to be cute? I thought they had sex, like, once, and it didn't end well afterwards, and that's why they hate each other. That makes a lot of sense. You know, there are mutuals on Twitter. <laughs> Finally uh, linked up and fucked, and then it just did not go well afterwards. I feel like I'm about to get raped. That was my life story. I haven't fucked anybody on Twitter in a really long time. I haven't fucked anyone. change one. You said what? Oh, he said. I said, would you like? Would you to like that, that dick in your ass? That's what you. Yeah, I, I would like to change that. Like, I, I have. Ooh, I'm getting messages in my alt account. Ooh, this from Brooklyn. You hold, please. Uh, <laughs> it's funny it. because y'all had the opportunity and y'all just didn't do it. It's, like, it's all talk, you girls. It's all talk. Oh, he just he like, was at work. This person's like my dick pic. Oh, it might be a tricky bottom. I have a mutual I am fucking if I ever go to Florida. Let me see. And his boyfriend. Okay, so next book, because we have four more. <laughs> right. 
What's the next book we're doing? We uh, have New Mutant Twenty Seven. Okay. It was cute. Scores eight out of five. Eight point five, I would say. like it's a seven it was cute i'm giving it an eight it was just cute i'm sorry there was something about them like leaning a lot more into the implications of magic's story and like magic there's a powerful impulse in like saying that all this kind of had to happen to her for her to come out who she is not so much that oh this is necessary i can't change anything but more so her finding the strength in who she was and who she became in spite of it. I don't know. It, it pulled at my heartstrings a little bit. Uh, I mean, magic is my is my homegirl, and I, I I ride for her. Um, I don't know. It was adorable. It's it's a heavy book because I was a heavy issue because let's just say because it, it it goes to the whole like conversation of what would you tell your younger self. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. like, you know, magic's like, don't turn out to be like me. It's like, oh, you look, you're amazing. I want to be you. But I think we don't realize, like, I'll use me for a prime example. I think I'm great where I'm at right now as part of my life. But getting from little Henry to this version of Henry, I wouldn't want to do again. And mm-hmm. I wouldn't wish for anyone else. Uh, I do feel like it was it, like me going through specific things in my life are or why I'm the who I am today, and in a dark way, I'm grateful for it. However, I would love to see me without trauma and what that would look like. I think within that, that's why that situation had to happen, where magic chooses the path in the end. Uh Because it's like a validation to her that seeing you as you are, who I've become, you're worth it. Because it, it was a very queer-coded story. It was very much like, mm-hmm. okay, I've changed my score to an eight. It was a very queer-coded story. Like, you know, that means you're here. That means I got out. Mm-hmm. That is heavy. Okay, Steven, I hate you. It's a nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the girls were writing. I'm sorry. They damn, were. They that damn bit out y'all. You motherfucker. You got me again. <laughs> Listen, listen, you can't mess with my mutual because that's my mutual now. You can't. <laughs> you son of a They, I'm sorry. They killed that. And like, magic story is just so powerful to me. Like, I fuck with magic a long way. I mean, that's the first origin story I ever read was magic's. Um, because her story, it literally is just a walking nightmare perpetually and like i'm i know they couldn't say it deliberately because it would be too heavy to say out loud ever since x queen three store backstory of her being a prostitute in la or it was in new york i think it was in new york she's a prostitute in new york being a prostitute in new york they stopped doing that like we're not going to explicitly say shit like that anymore because it's too fucked up um but colossus called him a defiler of children um and him walking up on magic at the end of the book and saying, I've been looking for you all night. Yeah, man. It was heavy. Kill his ass. I can't wait for it to happen again. Kill his ass. Kill his ass, Magic. Chop his fucking dick off. Throw him into an open fire. I, I, anything you do, girl, I'm rooting for you. 
And like it definitely also validated magic in the idea of like why she's like yelling at these two girls. I don't want anything to do with limbo anymore because it's the place where all this horrible shit happened to me. Right. And so yeah. And I, I like how they're using magic story to give um credence to Madeline taking over uh limbo in her place. Right. That they're making sense of why would Ileana want to have ties to this place that where she was abused? Right. 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 Whereas Madeline was not abused there. She just got tricked into um, becoming the Goblin Queen. But if yeah. she's in charge, then the Goblin Queen corruption isn't a factor. She would just be relying upon her having the good sense not to do that shit. Right. Yeah, it was, it was, like, now, like, going back over it, it is a very heavy read once you really unpack it, look at it from that perspective. Um, and her summoning Colossus to come be there with, with her, and it, it's, you, 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 as kids, we want the people who protect us the most to be there with us when we're going through things, and even create a fantasy world of these characters to maintain, and even, like, uh, Ileana, like, erasing her own memories to protect herself and placing them all in this book so she doesn't remember all the details and all the things that may hold her back. Like, her, like, you know, get, like, destroying Colossus' like, body and stuff. Like, too much. Too much. Too much. I did not catch that metaphor earlier, so now I'm realizing that she's it's really exemplifying what people who go through traumatic things go do uh-huh. is that you compartmentalize that that trauma into a story that you Bl- tell yourself. Uh-huh. Block and that's what it explains yep. who Ileana becomes and eventually she's a compartmentalizer through and through. She's yep. like, I want to fight or fuck. And the situation where I'm fighting, I'm not fucking. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's her entire personality. It's like people can code her as, oh, Ileana is so hypersexualized, and I was like, that's a sign of trauma, baby, like right. hypersexualization. <laughs> every but every um every character with her. So Danny has something similar. Rain has something similar that she goes through that that's traumatized her. Uh-huh. Madeline has the same thing that has traumatized her. So uh-huh. they all like sort of connect each other together. You know what? I'm rescoring mine. I'm also gonna give it a nine. Um uh-huh. Uh-huh. that like one of the things that I have enjoyed the most about Vida Ayala's run on New Mutants is that they are going through and systematically grabbing all the mutants that have had some sort of extreme trauma and addressing their trauma. The only way this would have been a better run is if they invited Storm along with them. Especially... The Storm's um, in like 63 books right now. We don't need to confuse her story further. <laughs> Especially um, Cosmar, like, that's another prime example of going through desirability trauma and not being received because you went through puberty and you had a shitty puberty. Like, imagine, like, going through puberty and your parents are like, okay, we can't get you a dermatologist. We can afford a dermatologist and get you proper skin care. And you don't have to worry about looking like, uh, like being called piece of face all day. That's powerful for teenagers mm-hmm. listen magic went through so fucking much i i can also address like it being powerful for colossus to go through that because mm-hmm. colossus may hang up 
has always been that he could not protect his little sister from everything that happened to her. And like, that was the whole point of that fight and AD after ABX is like why Ileana had to hurt him in the first place was because you keep trying to treat me like I'm your little snowflake. I'm not that. I went through horrible shit and you can't accept the fact that you were never able to protect me. And you couldn't. There was nothing you could have done. I'm the only person who could have saved myself in that situation. Everyone who tried him into no longer being the juggernaut. Yeah, it was like everyone who tried was brutally dealt with. I had to watch Kitty become my tormentor against her will. Uh-huh. I had to watch Storm be murdered for the audacity of being kind to me. Like, that's not an easy thing. And then, like, when she was dead, like, all these other children got re-traumatized because my abuser couldn't accept the fact that I was dead. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. Fuck Belasco. I think this is going to come back. I think they didn't wrap it up so easily because they're going to bring Belasco and they're going to bring Sim back into the X-Men main story. Um... When we get to it, I'll talk about why I think the list of potential X-Men characters were what they were, because it, it finally made sense. Um, but definitely, they're going to wrap in this concept of Belasco. Because notice every situation that we've ever seen where Magic's ultimate failure is, it's always winding up back in the hands of Belasco. Mm. Yeah. And that, and that is a hell she needs to escape. Mm-hmm. Just get that Quite fucking literally. sword up, because that sword is trauma. Yeah, that's a hell she needs to escape. And I so, just think that Madeline Pryor fits the bill. Mm-hmm. Her and her underboob. That underboob. <laughs> her crop titty. That love the crop titty. That crop titty will never get Now, old. her and Psylocke, I really, truly need them to update their costumes. While I love the costumes that they have, I'm tired of looking at them. Give me like a slight variation or an update or something so that we don't have to look at this same costume from the last 30 years. Update the crop titty? No, I feel like... You can give us a crop titty, but like... That's how you tell the difference between her and Jean Grey. It's the crop titty, Showtime. That's how you tell the difference. Their hair color is slightly different, and Madeline has a diff- is drawn different. Their faces are identical because they're quite literally cl- she's a clone. Listen, it's like Spiral in her boots, Madeline in her crop titty. All right. You would get rid of the crop titty. Obviously, I agree. Change the look, but keep the crop titty. I'm not saying get rid of the crop titty. I'm just saying give us an update to the look. I'm sorry, I'm just very defensive about the crop titty, okay? It's a look. I'm I I don't disagree with you. I like the crop titty. It's it's um iconic. But like, you know, it's very stripper chic, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. such a good run. It is so short, so good. Danny and Rain's mind their fucking business. Rain, you should not be talking about forgiveness. You fucked the teenager. <laughs> But the teenager girl. I'm really, I'm really living for um, the episodes of Cerebral Podcast <laughs> with Connor Goldsmith. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of did that episode about Rain, and he was like, "She's 
she killed somebody else and was upset about it. This seems to be a pattern. Mm, great. <laughs> Listen, people really can't fucking stay in rain because she just be getting into shit. It's like she's let's such discuss a how this poorly was, done character. Let's discuss how this was completely avoidable. <laughs> you made active decisions to choose this timeline. Let's discuss this. Let's discuss how you're culpable. It's like they, somebody please address this. It's like they wanted a female Wolverine before X-23 ever happened, and they did everything wrong. And she's more like a female Sabretooth, but like bitch made. <laughs> it's like at least Sabretooth owns this shit, you know? Like, yeah, I gruesomely cannibalize people, but like also, who cares? We're all going to die in the end. And he somehow also makes it sexual at the same time. It's very weird. It's very horny, you know? Like, he does that, and he goes, I let him hit, I let him hit for the one time. Not repeatedly, mm-hmm. but, you know, in a dark room, we all look like tens. Mm-hmm. In a dark room, a mouth's a mouth. Exactly. A hole's a hole. And a hole's a hole. Listen, ah. I was in that dark wow. room. I didn't know what I was putting it into until I until I looked down at my condom. <laughs> but it was warm and wet, huh? Yeah, exactly. Okay, mm-hmm. next next issue. <laughs> Wolverine number 23. I give this... I'm going to up my score. I'm going to give this an 8. I give, it a, I give it an 8. Deadpool was obnoxious. I give it... Um... A five and a half. Woo! How do you really feel? I hate Wolverine as a comic, as a character, unless it's Laura. Listen, in fairness and shade, the first law of our of our esteemed podcast. Um, it was not a bad issue. It no, was really I- good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Danger calling the fuck out. I enjoyed Danger explaining her fucking grief at being abandoned by them after everything she gave them. I also enjoyed the fact that we actually got to see Wolverine's powers increase. He's never done anything like that before. This is a mutant circuit. He made a mutant circuit with Deadpool. And then Ugh. and then seeing that Danger needed her locks retwisted, that's why she really got beat with uh, the X-Men. Just walking away and just going like, "You got it, sis. Stay out our right. way. We'll stay out your way." And I received that, like, and I, but I really feel like they should really connect with Danger and create the Danger Room as a space for training for mutants that's, that is in that abandoned facility because no one knows that the like the Westchester Academy is torn down. No one knows anyone's in there, and she's in there with her Xavier baby, which is really interesting about that relationship. You know teacher and student like she did the thing the professor did to Jane. I think to to your point, if they did that as part of Bishop's War College, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. That that would be that would be cute. Just keep Deadpool out of it and like stop giving us Wolverine solo content. I don't care. Yeah, because I think, Go ahead, babe. Oh no, I've been talking a lot. I just think that I agree that Deadpool should be let on X Force because in terms of what X-Force has done, it's kind of rude not to invite him because Deadpool is rolled with y'all first. Deadpool is always right. written with y'all. Like outside the meta, he's a comedian, he's a joke. But it's like, Deadpool 
ran face first into all your issues. He made it his own personal problem. He's the only Avenger to do that. He's the only Avenger who signed up actively to fight against anything that was anti-mutant. And he did that shit for free. And it's not like he's the he's the only non-mutant on an X-Men team because Juggernaut is on Legion. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. No, so Xavier I, didn't want him to be, but that's also dumb. Xavier, that's, that's stupid. Whole other, that's a whole other because story, what else is Juggernaut gonna do if he's not with the mutants? Black Tom, His boyfriend is the security um system of Krakoa. His top is the security system of Krakoa. I think they're both verse friends. I don't know. Juggernaut gives me bottom vibes. He gives me verse bottom. Verse bottom, definitely. And Black Tom gives me straight verse. He'll like Juggernaut will top the moment that like you know Black Tom does a little perk up, mm-hmm. unprompted, and he just goes, "I guess it's my turn." Yeah. I'm not here for the verse agenda. Um, I'm only here for the verse agenda. I think it would be Deadpool to uh, read Beast from time to time because so many get Beast together on a regular basis. I want to see the contrast between Omega Red and, and Deadpool on the team together. Um, being that Dom is already familiar with Deadpool, that's not going to be a stretch. Also, everybody, the thing that everybody on the team currently is super familiar with Deadpool, except for maybe Sage. And maybe Beast on a team level. I think um, Sage and Deadpool will get along because their powers do cause some like an extra sense of awareness. I think Deadpool will say some shit. I think he no one will understand the meta shit he's talking about, and Sage will get it. I think Sage is completely yes. aware of the fourth wall. Honestly, Sage would <laughs> totally be like, "Did you just make a joke about what?" Okay. So, okay. yeah, you're talking to the readers. All right. Definitely. And it's like, huh? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I know they're there. I just don't talk about them. Like, they just, they're just watching, you know? <laughs> the, oh, yeah, the retcon of Franklin Richards. I remember that. That was interesting. He <laughs> says, I have sympathy for retcons. I myself am a retcon. So, all right, that's enough Wolverine for my life today. <laughs> wow. Um, I will say it was nice to see the other X Men at that faux table, the Android X Men with their like old costumes, and it, that was kind of cute. Um, I, I enjoyed it. Um, but I am really, but 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 this is definitely the end of this part. Now, the next book, now I'm, you know, we're starting off. I will on. say one more thing with Bishop's mission and Hellfire, I think they literally do need danger. Because danger oh. is their weakness. Like she's a weakness appraisal system. She's an android. I don't know why they are not keeping a better eye. This is the dumbest shit. They let that bitch go. Like why? <laughs> no, 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 no. We have to remember now. They didn't let her go. Madison Jeffries tried to incorporate her to Krakoa. Remember that's how he ended up getting in the pit. And they and said fuck her. And she was like, yeah. oh, bet. <laughs> so I've heard that they I've heard that she probably has a real ally. Is she said, me and my daughter gonna be. Yo, she literally living um I ain't sorry the entire song on repeat. That's the music playing inside the Westchester Manor. It's just I ain't sorry. Yeah, like like it's not like the meeting some like like Madison Jeffries didn't try to incorporate her to to Kokoa, but it's like it's like when you try to put a transplant to someone's body, it can be rejected and and you violated the sacred the sacredness of the land. So 
you had to go to the pit. But I, but I do find that like it's really weird. Like Xavier is a terrible like leader. I don't. I really don't understand. And 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 I have greater. Like I really have greater questions about Massey Jeffrey's conviction on the strength of the fact that like he was doing something that really was to be intentionally helpful. There's no like there's there's no due process in Krakow. I have so. They live in a totalitarian state, and I'm really concerned. Mm-hmm. I'm really concerned. It's run it. by an oligarchy. Yeah, because like, it should be no reason why Mads and Jeffrey went into the pit. And even like, and even for nuance for Melter, and, I kind of got why he went to the pit. But Mads and Jeffries was like, really like trying to help Danger and also there's, help So There's no due process, and then there's no like appeals process. Right. Other than like technically Doug does that himself. Right. And there's no sentencing either. That's the crazier part. Ooh. Steve, put the pen in that. Let me say that for a future uh situation. Circuit party. Well do. I'll after I heard anything that just happened. Uh <laughs> you know, we were talking about the fact that like Krakoa doesn't have any due process, any sentencing, any appeals court. It's like is a totalitarian state, and and well, he said oligarchy, and they have larger issues about like how they prosecute laws and everything. That's why, and that's also secondary why 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 Legion of X is a bunch of bullshit. It mm-hmm. is, it is, what it's like the propaganda system. Yeah, it's like, a propaganda mill. It's really, it's really, it's really, it, you know, you want to know the shade, friend? It's really not propaganda. It's really missionaries going to Africa. That's what it really is. The major thing going on, I think that will be the fair criticism of the 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 destiny of of X in the House of X like era is this idea of watching your heroes become villains. Because it's very much like if you watch an activist or a community organizer or anyone become a politician, Um, because those two things are inherently antithetical. Like, you would think more politicians would just go on to that and encouraging activists in their ops to become politicians because to submit yourself to a ruling power inherently removes your ability to speak on, like, the ways that you are failing. Because I'm really, I, like, and, I, and I'm going to say, don't put this in the universe for us, I really pray that one day we can have a panel at Comic-Con in, like, three to five years. And we invite all the blurs in and we all have talks about shit like this because it's really, really disturbing now, like how Krakoa really has a lot of issues. And then not only that compounded with desirability and how who gets sentencing and who doesn't. Like, oh, it's great. Or who gets on to the X-Men and who doesn't. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a dumpster fire. It's a dumpster fire. Oh, it's great. So, oh, no. Again, I fuck with that meeting circuit. I am happy to see more instances of Wolverine's powers expanding, particularly his power expanding when he stops being a loner. That's the thing I really fuck with. Showtime, you can hate it, but I fuck with the idea that it's when Wolverine stopped trying to do the lone wolf bullshit and started embracing help from other people that his power grew. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Fucking fantastic. Great. So, uh, Showtime, I take the lead on Immortal X-Men number four. 
Oh, absolutely. Um, because you know, this is my bad bitch, my good sis, the king of all kings, um, immortal X-Men number four. Uh, Kieran Gillen is doing the focus on individual characters of the Acquired Council, and this one was on the bad bitch in the frost. Well, the thing is that, like, uh, so side note, all the Immortal X-Men books come with an official, like, uh, cover for each council member. And I have mm-hmm. the first four I have. there. The first one was Magneto. The second one was Sinister. The third one was Destiny. And this week's issue is um, Emma Frost. So what I'm thinking is going to happen is that they are going to, there's going to be 12 issues and they're going to focus on each character and and explain mm-hmm. something that they're nuancing or going through. This is what they look like. Oh, my camera's off. Sorry. Yes, yes, it is, baby. This is what they look like. Titties, yes. Mm-hmm. So everybody has like this this color this cover with this trim and then their name plaque at the bottom. I'm obsessed. Every last one of them are amazing because the who's the next like, one? I don't know. I'm Storm? Waiting to see. I feel like Storm is coming up. She'll never talk during these meetings anyway. They're doing all these standalone issues that are going to eventually tie into some greater picture by the 13th issue. And I'm really curious what's going to happen by the time we get there. Or it might be Nightcrawler next. Who knows? I think it's they're working their way towards. Because aren't they going in order of tables? No. No. So Destiny. first first was Magneto. Then second was who? Destiny. Destiny. And, oh, Destiny and Destiny. They're on the oh, same table. Hope replaced Magneto. Oh, this is going to be interesting. Because he was not on the council anymore. Yeah. That was an issue that he exited. But we got to rank the books. We got to score. So judges, oh. your scores. I gave it a 10. Um, 10. I'm going to give it... It's time maybe your bottom. Damn, I. Uh, it sounds like you're bottoming right now. I don't want to give. I, no, you no. You were here. Want to hear me bottom, Stephen? Yes. 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 So when I'm when I'm bottoming, you know, and I'm usually I have I have two mirrors that sit by my bed that so you don't miss a beat. Um, I'm very verbal. Um, if it's good, it's like, you know, I love you. Uh, break my pussy. Um, why are you hurting me so good? Um, a lot of oohs and ahs and moans and why are you dogging me out like this? I okay, dramatics. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, oh, baby, baby. I give a shot. This is super toxic. So. I, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm immensely toxic in the bedroom. Like, I fucked this nigga to, to the way to Excel soundtrack the other day. <laughs> like like I'm like I like my my best friend Dow Jones hates and 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 cackles about how openly toxic I am in my sexual dealings. I don't I I I don't want to say the person's name um on on here because they drunk tweeted that we that we were fucking and they do a lot of drunk things like that. So I'm not going to mention, I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the group chat about who this person is. Um, mm-hmm. But me and this person, this person is a cancer. I'm a Pisces. And we have very 
toxic sex. This person is also in the in the in the, in the blur community as well. Um, but they have we have very toxic sex where it ends up in a lot of I love yous and a lot of I miss you babies and and like it's very it's very verbal and nasty, but it it's it's compartmentalized literally in that moment. I mean, I walk away and, and I don't toss each other until the next time. Like almost literally till he till he drunk texts me. And it's so funny, like I bumped into him at a at a house party like a few weeks ago. And it wasn't awkward, but like we're the girls don't know that we're fucking because he's also a Twitter a Twitter honey too. I miss that. I'm about to put this into the group chat. The girls have no you. Because the, the girls don't know the girls don't know who be really slaying this box. <laughs> it's funny because today someone asked me like, not me being a topic of conversation to the group. I was like, oh no, I really ever bring you up, you know, like a liar. And <laughs> oh, <I'm not>. <laughs> <laughs> you said what? You said what? Showtime. I said, I feel like you told me that already. Yeah, you yeah, told us I, this. Yeah, like toxic, most toxic, and 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 the and the dick is 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 splendid. Oh, uh, can go round. We usually go like three rounds whenever we're fucking. Uh, That's the appropriate amount of rounds. That's thank the appropriate you. amount. Like, even if I were just to come in and say I jerked off a lot today, um, that's yep. me as a challenge. I'm not right. telling you I'm incapable. I'm telling you, hey, put in the extra effort. This is art, and we should be trying for something that is surprising yet inevitable. So let's go for that. Let's go for the mission, you know? Um, and yeah, a lot of people just hear that and go, okay, one's enough. Yeah, I actually love fucking him. I wish he would be more consistent, though, but he's being... Um, he's being he's being a New Yorker right now and enjoying his New York experience, and I support that. But he he she she need to bring that dick around a little bit more often. But that's also then it's kind of like I I need to I I, I don't think I'm going to put a, in a Twitter thing. I think I'm going to actually monetize from this thought process of, of qualitative versus quantitative sex, and mm-hmm. that we need to get more towards qualitative sex. And that does not mean necessarily less partners. But better quality, because a lot of times, you know, a lot of times, like I'm cleaning out for 15 minutes a dick, and that's tired. I believe in quality of mm-hmm. sex, right? And then on the other side, because because this is what me and the girls were talking about the other day, we were talking about the fact that like you're not gonna have me going crazy, you're not gonna have me going crazy over over a tryout. Like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna stand by for a tryout. A pussy's not on standby for a tryout, as my good friend Blue said. Now, if you audition, you got to schedule. You got to schedule. You just can't call when you're not an audition. We don't do that here. Because like that's the kids like, have introduced the concept of a sneaky link, and I respect the concept of it. It's someone who's designated as a repetitive sexual partner. Um, and the rules and guidelines are already installed there, but it's all about the qualitative sex aspect. And I believe in that. I reendorse it. I I believe that it is a relationship that is worth putting that the the energy that's necessary into it. And the fact that people are resilient to that idea is mm-hmm. is ridiculous to me. Like if you like it, you should you should do it, um, do it. And regularly. Regularly, yeah, and with the intention that I'm coming into this situation to perform, we're improving mm-hmm. together. 
you know, we're combat partners. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna re- refocus us because we are talking about Immortal X Men. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We're talking about it's important that we did this during Emma Frost's chapter. You know, yes, yes. This yes, her whole because issue. being an ethical slut is important. Her, her, her sneaky link is not acting right. He fucked her. He fucked her. <laughs> right. I will say that them explaining that she sleeps in her diamond form is heavy. Is, ooh, yeah. Yeah. In this, she also um, is a her- callback to the Uncanny X Men as well. In this, um, in which she is, she's a, she's a, she's a uh, messy sleeper. She's a deep sleeper, and that diamond form thing was implied as well back then. Mm. And Emma snitching on Sinister being Doctor Stasis. Or the other sinister being doctors. I don't know how that works yet. Um, her snitching on them, but also her doing the okay. So I need every psychic in the room to confirm that I'm not lying to y'all. I'll right. <laughs> See, even sinister fucked himself by saying, "Yeah, that's definitely um, Scott Summers's like ridiculous scout. This is all true." Um, I happy they did point out the usefulness of having multiple telepaths in a room. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to say there was one telepath per table, but table uh, the Summer's table does not have a telepath, right? It's Storm, yeah. Colossus, and I call it, which is just another sign that Colossus should not be there at all. He's just mm-hmm. there for... It should be hope at that spot. That's mm-hmm. who should be there. It's ridiculous and it's annoying and it's quite clear Colossus only got invited so that he said that Xavier can guarantee votes on his behalf. Because mm-hmm. Colossus is also not that smart. He's not a thinker, no. Um, he's a beat people up type of nigga. He's hands and he draws pretty pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, also looks fine. I'll fuck him. I fuck Colossus. I think that's my mm-hmm. superhero fuck I put down on the list. Someone asked me, what superhero? Can you imagine riding his face with that beard when he's in bio-steel form? I Ooh. like temperature play, temperature play, all right? I walked to that sauna, and I got turned on. So I really fuck with temperature play. Um, so yeah, I would definitely ride his face. I really hate, I really find uh, it really comical, like, when it, when it all came out, how Senator was like, he really, he really like, he really like, what the fuck is going on? He's like, huh? he really, <laughs> like, he looked, he looked, he looked really confused. Like, I don't know how much he knows or don't know. And even, and, and then, thing, and then it's even always funnier to me is how Destiny's always three steps ahead of everyone. And, and so Mystique mm-hmm. is like, you couldn't catch him. She's like, looking like, girl, you know, I, you know, I've been going the long game. Let him go. So maybe. And then, and ended up, <laughs> ended up playing against his ego for him not to reset the timeline again. I know she's tired of him doing that shit. I know she's sick and tired of having to figure that out all over again every single time. I know Tempo is probably in the space somewhere, just rolling her eyes every single time he does it. It's a question, why doesn't Tempest know? You know? Why doesn't Tempest know? Does she? She must have a different relationship to time than Tempo does. She just can control it. She doesn't communicate with time, or she's not immune. Or her power is different in that she's not immune to to temporal changes unless she does them. 
Oh, by the way, and fuck that, and fuck the, and fuck old girl who threw blood on um, Emma's dress, yo. Like, mm-hmm. hate ass bitch. Like, how dare you? Can't you can't afford to scrub the, the the blood out these titties. All right. Right. God. Like, girl, Ridiculous. how dare you? She's already having a bad day. I don't like that they considered that offer because it's a fucked up offer. Is everything that they pointed out is wrong with resurrecting the Empress uh, Shindar? Is like you're setting up a situation where politicians and diplomats and political figures have infinite control over the lands that they oversee. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the fact that they introduced that, I hope Emma Frost blackmails him with that because it's fucked up for them to go like, they don't resurrect. Um, everyone just only resurrect the important people. Yeah, and, and, and I really wonder where that's going to go. I don't think she's going to do that. Um, but it's really interesting. I think she might, they might leverage it against political figures to stand against Orcus at the very most. Mm-hmm. And the next Immortal X-Men is going to be on Exodus. Mm. Which is going to be very interesting because, you know, he worships the ground that Hope, um, Hope stands on. Which, why didn't Hope also confirm Emma's thing? She can just borrow the psychic powers of anybody in the room? I don't know. She's not a smart girl, neither. That's why. She's smarter than Colossus is, I'll tell you that. Smarter than Colossus. Who is he? She's also a strategist, whereas Colossus is not. That's not how Mystique dragged the fuck out her own son. (laughs) Uh, Said the humanity. Are you sure you want to be on a mutant council, my child? You bitch. (laughs) Even like Smash, like, girl, calm down. You you know what the fuck you mean. Calm down. You're doing doing too much. Calm down, sis. It's like, you might need to... The bitch is showing, baby. The bitch is showing. You gotta put that away. You gotta tuck it. That's (laughs) sort of why I actually like Mystique. (laughs) So she's a bitch? (laughs) Is it she... And why... Partially why I like Emma Frost. Neither one of them gives a fuck about being a bitch to anybody. Mm-hmm. Don't play with me. That's a certain level of bitch. That's like, what's her name off the have and the have-nots? Veronica? Veronica oh off the have and the have-nots levels. Oh That's, God. oh, you monster. <laughs> oh, fuck. That lady is like delightfully evil. Elegantly evil. Elegantly homophobic. Vile, despicable, a narcissist, a sociopath. I have never watched that show, so I don't know. I'll send you gifts of how horrendous this woman is. I've seen videos of her on Twitter. I think it's fucking hilarious. It's so funny. It's so it's so bad. She was so bad in the show that apparently one time a fan walked up to her and slapped the shit out of the actor because she said, "Stop." Being so bad to your <laughs> Cause she is horrible in that show. And she's horrible until the last episode where they kill her. But they killed everyone in the show at the last episode because Tyler Perry did not know how to resolve any of his storylines. He wrote for that. So he just killed everyone. You you said Tyler Perry doesn't know, and you could have stopped right there. True. Jimmy killed, Jimmy killed everybody in the show. Listen, it was a massacre. He was in the middle of so many storylines. And I guess he had to call that this is the last season of the show. 
and he couldn't resolve everything, so he just killed all of them. Some of the situations that could be easily resolved, he just had them killed. It was like spur of the moment, blink of the eye, you're dead. Um, it was, I'm going to drown this character in a shallow bathtub, and I'm going to push this character down a flight of steps, and this character gets shot in the back alley, and this character gets hit by a car. Veronica got shot by a bunch of dudes walking out her house. She hired a hitman, and the hitman agreed with the other hitman to go kill her and keep all the money. And they walked up on her and lit her ass up. Wow. Another character overdosed on cocaine or something. Um, I don't remember how the gay one died. I forget. It wasn't that important. But Todd Perry can't write. Uh, the other thing about this issue that I really liked, it was just all around a good issue. I like the inner monologue from Emma Frost about yeah. why she's such a cold bitch and like why mm-hmm. everything has to play out the way it does. Was it in this issue where Firestar was like giving her shit for being a bad person? That was in um, how far ago? No, they talked about no, they talked about butter rum. They asked the question. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know what butter rum was until you guys talked about. It, but now that like it's been further elaborated, I am really tickled by this butter rum thing. It's even better where you realize the entire thing is inspired by Connor Goldsmith and Cerebral Podcast. His influence has now touched the canon of, of the X-Men books. <laughs> the part about her, like, um, enjoying when it snows, basically implying that she was on coke the entire time. Connor did that. <laughs> oh, God. It's so funny. Uh <laughs> I mean, she was. She said that um, in a previous comic, I want to say it was during Grant Morrison's run, where she was like, girl, I was on expensive drugs at the time. <laughs> I don't It know. was snowing, <laughs> bitch. I mean, the primo cocaine, not this new shit. It was delicious. I also love the fact that they also imply that that's why she's not seeming as old as she actually is, is that she sleeps in her diamond form to preserve her youth. Yeah, because Ruby, um, mm. Ruby Summers can do the same thing in that alternate timeline. And she hasn't changed in like 80 years. And thinks yeah. she, but she's scared to go back because she thinks she'll immediately age. They also point this out. This happened Which, in, um, there's another run of Captain Marvel in a, mini, in a little mini moment where Captain Marvel travels to the future and they meet Emma Frost. And she's always in diamond form. She never takes it off. It's because when she takes, she drops it, she does age. So like, there's multiple instances where they basically confirm that like Emma's power not only stalls her aging, but it s- stops her from aging completely. And if she stops holding her form, she just goes up. It's sad. It's a sad conclusion to her power, but it makes sense that in the end, she would choose her vanity over her telepathy. Despite being so proud. But she doesn't technically need to use her telepathy. She's equally manipulative without having to use it. Yes, yes, she is. I'm also happy, always happy when they ever point out like Emma's ability, her talent where telepathy is in hunting for people's weaknesses and like getting in your head. And she's like, 
I don't really do the empathy part of telepathy. The shit is too much for me. I don't like it. Um, I enjoy the control aspects. I control, I enjoy when I'm reading about your weaknesses and memories. I'll sit through that shit. The feelings, you can keep them. Keep that shit. Um, I got my own problems. I'm kind of a, of a bipolar depressive. Keep that shit away from me. She sounds like me. <laughs> She's just like me. Love her. Um, the sinister end to this and them and sinister being abducted was whatever. Bye, bitch. Finally, you're gone. Um, right. They should have got rid of your ass a long time ago. And it's a stain on the quiet council that you ever got to go as far as you did. But I hope the next issue is them discussing how do they replace Sinister in the case they need to. And That's I hope they bring with Beast. Please let it. Or be Prodigy. Beast. Or Prodigy. Prodigy's earned it. Somebody has to copy his abilities or download his abilities or something because he cannot be. I, I don't know why you. His name is Sinister. He's evil. <laughs> give him access to shit like that like y'all dead ass like he's so sociopathic he has to install a personality right like y'all not I can't <laughs> actually this is going like he thinks he's uh, creating a good diversion he just gave us more opportunities to punch him in the face <laughs> sinister <laughs> Don't have a bigger op than Exodus, honestly. I just don't. I don't get it. Great book. I really, I really don't get it. I really don't get why they it like. And the thing is so bad because Mora is hyper was hyper aware how sabotaging he was to their timeline. Mm-hmm. And she specifically said, "Don't recruit him," and they did it anyway. We had no choice. He had all the... To be fair, it was a good point. He had all the biological information they needed. Now they don't need him. Um, and so... Let Ajax They could have just gone, got his damn info, or let Beast do it. Is Beast good enough? Beast is a biological scientist in the same He's way that He's a was. biological scientist. Not, not is, he, is he but on... Sinister's level. That's a good question. That's, that's a good question. Or Amanda Mueller, who worked with Sinister. All I know is Sinister could have fixed all of Beast's mutation issues that Beast himself couldn't do to save his own life. Maybe after, now that he absorbed his younger self, you know, because all of them have their younger self's memories and shit. Maybe now that he can subjugate some of that with a little bit of magic, uh, which, again, I feel like I do need to see Beast being a sorcerer again. Um, we can see about it later. But now, right now, I don't know if I believe it. I believe Prodigy is a better geneticist and, than Beast is. Hell, maybe even Elixir. Next case... Our circuit party final issue. I'm so high right circuit now. <laughs> um, 
Hellfire Gala, X-Men Hellfire Gala, one shot. Uh, your scores. Nine point five. Nine. What? Wait, wait. What'd you say, Showdown? Nine point five. Steven? Nine. Five. Man. Five. <laughs> Been a lot of that this week. Fucking five. Explain. So you go first. Bouncer Titty's been talking. Um, I literally hated everything about it. Uh, okay, my several complaints. First complaint. Where was the fashions? I think part of the appeal of this last year, that I think this is the thing that kind of brought us to the podcast format, was the Hellfire Gala last year. Mm-hmm. Um was the fashions and we literally didn't even see gambit in the issue and then we got footnotes of other outfits like destiny's outfit which was amazing and stunning and we never even the cuckoos look good um but they killed snatched waist even sinister remember you said at showtime sinister came in and slayed with a lovely sun crown thing situation going on the best look the best look by far. Um, I will like a say, total homosexual. I will say the thing that really pissed me off was how the X-Men team was picked. It wasn't a thing of slay. It wasn't, it wasn't, mm-hmm. it wasn't a thing of, oh, let's call out these names because you all are, cause remember last time they all telepathically like agreed to these people within the within the crowd of people that these people should be on the team. That was so like bullshit because Forge was like, oh, if I gotta go, Havis gotta go. And and Bobby's like, if if Firestar's coming, I'm coming. And I'm just like, and Magic, I don't know how she even got there. I don't know how she even got there. And just Magic Forge, was like the only one I felt like that was actually elected. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone was like, girl, you've been everywhere, you've done everything. We fuck with you. Right. Um, I think the other thing that also like kind of like it nothing, nothing of, of major catastrophe really happened besides the humans revealing how untrusting they are for Koa. Um, Phelong like being in, nobody's not gonna beat his ass. We didn't even get to even talk about Polaris's like fit. Polaris looked amazing, like you know, giving you sexy. Uh, demoness, and then this retcon of, of, of Rogue's past. Um, the only thing that was really good, uh, frankly, for me was uh, Emma Frost reading the fuck out of Clea Strange. Oh, <laughs> the other part that really pissed me off as well was John Hamm. For what? Uh, I, don't I, don't I don't even understand what that even means. Like, why is John Hamm even in this? And then you didn't you got, like Gene getting fucked by Cyclops in page two. Oh, <laughs> oh, and them giving a MacGuffin to Sink's powers. Oh. That's oh. not a MacGuffin, that's a crutch. A foil. A foil, yeah. It's a crutch. It's a MacGuffin, foil. Like when you like- a MacGuffin is an object you go looking for in a story. It's a big, important thing. Okay, I look forward to the story and I didn't like it. Um, <laughs> to be bullshit 
when did Mary J end up in the hands of Orcus? That's something that I don't understand how that even happened. Isn't that happened. Like, they just captured her. No, remember they, it happened in the uh, free comic book day issue. I never, I never fucking got that because I missed it. Like when I got the comic book store, they were all gone before I got there. Um, it was a whole thing. Like she went on the news. Like, she talked about the drug and her aunt and the the importance of mutant kind sharing this medicine and what it does for people. Got home and Myra exe was waiting for her ass. And then Tony Stark being a chaotic good, the whole issue, like, oh, like, Phelan, this is like, okay, the stars fly a little bit to racist. I don't know if I want to sit here for this anymore. Um, maybe I should walk away. I've got nothing. I read a whole bunch of shit for nothing. Just for people be harassing Emma Frost about, like, I'm not, like, basically, I'm not talking about that shit tonight. I, I do appreciate that Gene, that, uh, that Scott and Emma, traded notes, but I really found it weird that Scott was like, I shouldn't tell Jean. It's going to crush her. The fucking Xavier wanted to fuck her. Stop it. Stop it. She killed the Dabari system. She's a murderer. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. She's not a three-year-old child. She's a walking, talking, psionic deity. Right. What I'm still trying to get to, oh, okay, as I'm scrolling through, I'm also seeing that Gwenpool's out, uh, outfit actually yes. was really bomb. Yes, it was very, it's very like a nod to Sailor Moon, very right. cute. I, I, I like. I um, wish we got the the outfits. We got a, We got a lookbook this year. I'm, they, that lookbook was like a problem last year. I had to, like I went I went all over to say look for that lookbook last year. Does anyone also, else I'm still? trying to figure out how Moira was at, how did she take control of Mary Jane? I'm so she ripped off her own that, arm and turned into this central nervous necklace. system necklace. Yeah. It's like hacked into her body. I think we we'll get like, more information next issue with Amazing Spider-Man. But it seems like a puppet kind of thing. Very malice. I feel like I've seen it somewhere else. Okay. Um, I feel like I've seen it somewhere else in comics. But it's a very um like even like Scout had a nice outfit with Laura. Um, we never even saw Falcon. Never barely mm-hmm. saw Scout. And then they did all of this and didn't update Firestar's outfit. Like what she wore her costume to this why? bitch like a fucking loser. Oh, that's because she's an Avenger. Also, why are we letting the Scarlet Witch announce? Because she's she such a good ally, and she gave us the waiting room. I stopped she's trying to be an ally. I'm sorry. Of all people to say ally, and it, it's Emma Frost, the one who has wanted to kill her at least twice. Ugh. They, 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 they could they could have they could have kept this. They could have kept this and put this put this in Immortal X Men. No one showed us uh, Destiny's beautiful outfit. Everybody looked. Everybody they didn't show. We should have saw. There's some inconsistencies in costume too, because literally, watch this. Watch this, right? Y'all see? Um, let me zoom in on our homie Cyclops. Y'all see Cyclops, right? Uh huh. His helmet, how it's shaped. What happened? That's what I'm saying, and that's. But that was also the thing too is that like apparently when I posted the Hellfire cover thread on on the podcast account, 
somebody had mentioned that they had modified his costume again because the cover costume was different from the original preview. This is a subtle, subtle little thing. Um, I, don't know, I don't know why, why they nods. Go ahead, talk, talk y'all shit. Um, I don't know. I really enjoyed this issue mostly because I think that it set up the new status quo. I like that Firestar um, is being a little fucking brat at the very least, accepting the fact that no one fucking likes her um, because they had did the thing that she's the most virtuous of us all and she's the best thing to ever happen, like kind of shoehorning her, but in reality, she's done nothing for the comics. Um, it would be annoying. I also wanted to point out the fact that the truth of all the characters that they positioned for us to vote on is that they all are potential traitors. Right. Especially with, I think, if they were going with that, Gentle would have been the better um, character to go with because I think in a situation where we had to see a potential war breakout or potential consequences, um, seeing this about, like, fucking Gentle and Wakanda would have been a bigger level of stakes because they will blow back on Storm as well. I think they was he up for vote? He was up for vote. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think they let that become a Black Panther story, yeah, and it be a X Men story. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it's very interesting that they set up Moira working with the Eternals. Mm-hmm. How the fuck she knows? And her question on the five. How does she know them? How the fuck you know these people, Myra? Like, <laughs> who doesn't she know? She's been around for thousands of years. It's like, well, it's like, hey, Drewick said, bitch, I don't fucking know you. <laughs> she, at least, she at least know where they were. Walks in, clean blood off her hands. Um, Firestar, talk about everyone calling her a cop because you are a cop, sis. Right. You are. You are. And now you're a confirmed snitch. Um... I do appreciate the fact that we got another instance of Captain America and Emma Frost when he wanted to fuck. And the captain giving her, like, all right, so here's some information about me. Remember your little girl, Rogue? Um, instead of wanting to kill her, I recruited her because I realized that it's better to have her as an ally than to ever have her keep coming at my ass. Because um, she's not the smartest cookie, but she's, like, fucking brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Also, remember, guys, we didn't see Gambit here because he's what? Dead. We didn't even see, like, like, and it looks like even, like, Bishop has a better outfit than he did last year. I really hate them. I can't them. tell. He's wearing this Captain Commander coat or something. How'd y'all feel about Proteus being emotionally black um, manipulated like that, you know? I think I think that, that, that there's a larger problem about what happened between him and his mother when... when and I don't think that everything Morris said to him was a lie about what she did to him as a child. I think that's the awful thing. I think somewhere in this, Myra is pretending still, right? Right. Um, and in that action, she was saying the things that are like the truth, but they're the half truth at the same time. It's like she's saying these things that she felt but she's not saying the things that she felt a second after having those thoughts. You know, it's like, you can both hate and love someone at the same time. You can both like, I needed to have birth, give birth to you. You are a means to the end. And also I had to spend every day with you. So of course I fell in love with you as my son. Precious. 
it's like I had the knowledge that I need to have a child. I also had the reality of being a mother. Those two things don't cancel out. I don't know. I think Myra is up to something. I think it's one of two things. It's either both Myra. I think both Brand and Myra are up to something. I think only one of them is pretending. Because in the same boat as being... But both of them are on Orcus. Both of them are Orcus. Both. both of them are traitors. I think one of them is still doing the long con of it. It could be Brand. Brand could be fucking around and having like a triple agent shit. Or it could be Myra because this is overtly cool for what we know Myra to be capable of. Mm-hmm. Like even in her assassin days, we didn't really see any instances of her being like unnecessarily cruel like this. But we also never saw her sixth life. Yeah. We have no idea what happens that life. I don't know. Poor Myra. And my poor, I mean, good riddance. How do we feel about Reed uh, telling half the story about why he has shit rocked? <laughs> Very well. He's a clever liar like his best friend, mm-hmm. um, Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're saying it in a very specific way of saying, like, oh, the wet my brain because I invented an X gene, uh, a machine to hide the X gene. That's not the whole truth. You made it and then you used it for selfish right. reasons. And you intended to, like, kill the world that your son lives in. Like, what is his mommy doing? It was like you had a reality about your child that you just refused to accept until so you conspired to change it. And you had no real idea about, like, how that would go back to the community. You didn't have any care about how that technology could be used after you invented it. You had no moral responsibility or more moral ethics. And so, yeah, I went to your head and took it out. I can see why Emma Frost would be upset about that, because it's like, that shit I used to do, and we said that's wrong. But now Xavier is doing... Let me quote Wanda real quick. When Xavier does it, he's not good at it. Emma Frost is. I, she would do it, and you would have no idea it even happened. I erase someone's head and become the villain. You erase someone's mind and become the hero. I don't think that's all oh, right wow. do you? <laughs> Emma Frost's Wanda Maximoff moment. <laughs> that's IVX for you. That's... um. What if she be on the Black Queen? That's Black Queen vibes. Mm-hmm. Oh, we don't talk yeah. about Juan Eva Foss's relapse um, into cocaine. Um, why did Phelong get invited? That's a good question we're asking. Phelong should not be there. He wasn't invited. He just showed up. Why didn't fucking X-Force throw him out? You've literally killed a mutant in Morocco for no reason. I don't know. I'm happy the five bracked up Proteus as a family. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but Moira is, is... I have a feeling that because Moira is telling the Eternals about the five, that in doing so, she also wants to quote-unquote protect her son. 
Mm-hmm. But I don't know if she actually gives enough of a fuck to actually do it. So I think she's trying to snitch on him so that he goes and is not present when um, when the Eternals attack. The other thing I want to say is that are we clear that what happened was that um, Dr. Stasis, did he either poison the medicine or did he blow it up? He, he set a charge in this facility that looks like it's the Krokoan medicine facility. It's like page 57. Um, okay, thank you. I'm scrolling. No, I think that's his lab. I don't think that's his lab. This is like Krokoan um, plants everywhere. Uh-uh, but there's robots in that room. Yeah, but they look like... I don't know. It's so confusing. What the fuck is he doing? Mm-hmm. Even Miss Mamas. <sighs> Ridiculous. All right. So that happened. Um, we got more Bishop going about his business. And we got um, fucking Myra giving Druig and it's... It's Jack of Knives, right? It's Jack of Knives. The information about who to specifically target and assassinate. Jack of Knives is an Eternal whose power is that she can be undetected. Completely undetected. So all her abilities... Oh, shit. I totally forgot that that's who that was. Yeah, so she is... I'm sorry, not she. They. Jack of Knives goes by they, them pronouns. They have the ability to remain undetected. Psionically, technologically, basically cipher. Okay. They cannot be um, detected at all. And that's likely who they're going to send to go kill the five. Woo! So, yeah, that's the Hellfire issue. There's a lot of drama, a lot of intrigue, um, a lot of people putting things where things do not belong, and a to-be-continued to be arc. I think next year we'll get a perfect issue. I think they're ironing out the kinks still, but this is a 10 for me still. Still a 5 for me. Yes, fuck because John. you are a grouchy bitch. Still a 9 for me. I say fuck John Ham. So, what are we excited for for next issue next week? We have uh, Knights of X number... Four? Number uh, 4. Number 4. And Axe Judgment Day starts is next week. Just those two things. Mm-hmm. Elegant, excellent, beautiful. Um, anything we're excited to read? Um, I'm excited to read Black Adam number two, which has been an awesome run so far um, by Christopher Priest. Did anyone else um, find the way that um, Black Boy talks a little weird? I don't think I've read what you're talking about. Um, I call him Black Boy, uh, but he's Black Adam's descendant, the one who's, who will be the new Captain Marvel. Technically, he will become the new Black Adam, but yeah, he's the one who's my locker room. I'll show you. Keyshawn, I think his name is. What's his name again? Marcus? Marquise? 
It's not in black. He has a very black name. Um, I'm also ready to read Defenders Beyond by Al Ewing. That's our I didn't street. particularly like Defend. Yeah, I don't particularly like. I did not particularly like Defenders because after a while I was like, why are we still going back to the universes with the Galac with Galactus's mom? But I have a feeling that Al Ewing is going to give us something key. Are we getting Strange next week as well? No. Oh, I want to see um, Clea react to that dragging Emma gave her. Like, bitch, you want to be a Sorcerer Supreme so badly. Act like it. <laughs> she dragged her so hard. <laughs> it's yeah, like, you don't have any agency, sweetie? Can't relate. Yeah, I look forward to all my DC books next week. None X-Men books are really interesting me right now. You're not excited for Judgment Day at all? Um, uh, well, let me say this. I have no expectation. Oh, so you can only go up from there. Yeah, I have no expectation. Because, like, the, the, eve, of, the eve of Judgment, the eve of Judgment Day was very surface and, and not in a bad way. Um... So, it was setting the stakes, yeah. Yeah, and I and I want to see like you know where we're going to next. I'm, it's not a thing of like I'm not excited. I'm I'm more of a curious, pensive. We'll see what happens. I know but that. I, yeah, maybe you should reread the Eternals. Um, give it a chance. Not like it's check it out. So you see you the things going to. You want me to do drugs so bad? I want you to do a bump no. cocaine. Henry, like, legitimately, <laughs> Kieran Gillard's run on Eternals actually is really good. Yeah. I don't want to read that. <laughs> okay, okay, I'll say this. I'll say this in fairness. How many issues do I need to read? It's 12. I'm sorry. It's actually technically 15. But there are 12, um, 12 issues in the series and then three one uh one shots that connect to it. Okay. I do my research to figure out what these books look like so I can find them. And then if I can find them in Midtown Comics on sale at the outlet uh thing, I will pick them. I will start to pick them up. But I have to find number one. I, if I find number two or three, it's not gonna make a difference. I started from there in the middle. I need to start it's, picking up. It's your resilience to ever picking up additional comic for me. <laughs> no, it's like it's like the thing is like what I okay, so like I have a list of back orders I have to get to fill in some holes of the books that I cannot read until I get the back orders. So the so like right now, like I finally have I finally have all the X-Men blue books. Finally. Yeah, finally I found issue twelve. So now I can start reading it and actually getting a grasp about what went on in that book. The only thing I read from that book was like the cross time paper where they were like hopping through time, which was very interesting. Um, but I read a story arc. So I don't know what happened before or after, but I'm trying to read all the X-Men Gold, X-Men Black, X-Men. Patrick, move! Stupid. Um, sorry, my cat getting on my nerves. So fucking needy for attention. Because he's um, thirsty. So I want to like see the other X Men books, see what I missed because I stopped reading comic books. I think the last time with the last books I read, it was it was after Operation Zero Tolerance. It was after Resurrect after uh, that was it Resurrection. I had the last I can't remember the last things that I read before I stopped reading comics. 
But anyhow, so I say I'm trying. I'm doing back. So like I have like the Wolverine, the X Men books I need to read both both series. I'm like catching up on everything so I can catch up to what you guys may know what I do not know. Like like I'll, I'll say this: I stopped reading X Men at um. Uh, AVX. That's the last thing I read was AVX, and I didn't. And I stopped reading from there. I didn't read anything else after AVX. Oh, so you didn't read any of Bendis's run? Yeah, no. you didn't see the atrocity of that havoc moment, or you did. <laughs> oh, we don't talk about Uncanny Avengers. That didn't exist. <laughs> Uncanny that did Avengers. Uncanny, Uncanny Avengers is like. Inhumans versus X-Men, we don't count it. It didn't happen. I read it. I read Inhumans versus X-Men. I, I read Axis. So, like, so, like, so the thing that ends up happening is um, the Midtown, Midtown Comics has an outlet store in, um, in, uh, in Queens. And they always had these really random sales. Like, the last sales that they had, uh, if you spent up to $500 in books, you got 60% off, making your purchase only 200 bucks. So... Mm. They have like they have crazy dumb sales and their Black Friday sale every year they sell compilations for like dirt cheap. So I got the whole AVX variant series for ten bucks. And then they tackled another discount on top of it. So every Black Friday I go with a friend and we just go and just buy up all the books we can. Like like all those comic book boxes and crates I have, I have seven of them now. They usually are like seventy five bucks. I got them all for like twenty five bucks during that Black Friday. So I bought three of them. Damn. Yeah. So I try to go when they have the sale. So I follow their Instagram, and then the the, the, the employees will tell me follow the Instagram, turn on your notifications for everything because you never know. And that's how I ended up finding about about the the buyback thing for you, Showtime, because their buyback sale was 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 the fifteenth, and they and they take back anything toys games, anything that you can sell, or they'll take almost all nerd things. And they'll and they'll pay you right there on the spot. Could have an appraiser that shows up. Um but I need to like catch up on a lot of other X books. So like I have all of Extreme X-Men. And the thing is that like I didn't finish Extreme X-Men either because I cause I think that's like around time my comics got destroyed. And I ended up like doing like Amazon mm-hmm. reading. That's how I think I read AVX and and what else was I reading at the time? Uh, Age, Age of X. I read that too. Like one of the few last things I remember reading. Um, I think you will like the Uncanny X Men run because that's when, uh, that's when Scott got radicalized. That's when people are like, that's when Scott became enjoyable because he stopped being a Captain America clone. He started being more like decolonizing his point of view and like criticizing shit and like taking action against shit a lot more is in that run. That's the run where him and Emma broke up and his powers were broken. Mm. And he trained that's when Tempest got recruited also. Yeah he had all he had all, Yeah that team was uh Tempest Triage Egg Triage Gold Balls was his original name. And then there was a technopath whose name I forget. Uh, hijack. No that was Trinary. Yeah, hijack. Trinary. Oh no. Hijack. Trinary was included in X Men Red. In, uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. So, like, Magneto's on that team. Magic was on that team. That's when Magic uh, apprenticed herself officially to Doctor Strange, too, is in that run. That's also when she stopped being so insane. Uh, <laughs> that's when she snapped out of that shit and went, like, oh, actually, 
What I did to my brother was kind of bad, right? <laughs> so I'm gonna read all of this and catch up, but like I, I think you would like the internals run if you gave it like a fair chance and you opened it and you read it all the way through. I think you would enjoy the internals for like the fact that they're just a bunch of motherfuckers who have family drama and that's it. That's all they deal with is their family drama. They're, uh, one of y'all said it earlier. They're what the Inhumans wish they were. Yeah, I said that. I take that quote. You're welcome. And I would love to see that because there wasn't an Inhumans versus Eternals war that the Inhumans won. Um, that happened, that was mentioned offhandedly in some book that I don't remember which book it was, that I would like to see that. Mm-hmm. I would actually read that because the Eternals make that interesting. The Inhumans, I would just be like, just beat them up. Cersei, you should set Medusa's hair on fire. Mm-hmm. I think you enjoy that. Or just let it fall out. Wow. Matter of fact, Sprite... Drive Black Bolt insane. <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice Sprite in the Eve of Judgment Day book. I thought she would have popped up somewhere. Yeah, she really does anything in these books. Um, I think it's because they can't really do that much with her. Um, which is this this run turns Sprite from a boy into a girl officially to match up with the movies, but. Uh... But also, they kind of don't hide from the fact that Sprite is very powerful. Um, there's two reality manipulators on the uh, Eternals teams. Cersei and Sprite. Sprite. Well, technically, they're all reality manipulators, but they those two focus on doing that. They are so good at all, holding all their powers to changing things. It's like Sprite makes illusions so real that they warp reality and become real. Cersei can change something on such a minor scale that it officially becomes that thing. Um, so they're very powerful. They're the Jean Greys of, you know, the Eternals. I really feel like A4 should make another run, and it's just all the bad bitches from every team. Sue Storm, Jean Grey, Storm, Cersei, you know, Medusa, all hanging out, all fighting crime, being bad bitches, Scarlet Witch. All the ones the gays love. The gays will eat that shit up. Num, num, num. Give us Clea instead of Scarlet Witch, and I'll actually read it. Clea will have to join the team on her own merit, though. I think it'll be Scarlet Witch and Clea, not Scarlet Witch or Clea. Keep the great pretender the fuck away from me. It's the Hex Pussy and the Fire Crotch. Keep the Great Pretender away from me. Not Fire Crotch. Thank you guys so much for stopping by with us. <laughs> we'll see you all next week. Have a splendid day. Yes, be great. Praise the Lord. Praise him. Bye. Niggas. <laughs>